Nick Uranko here. Thank you for coming back for this second video. The first one I got to kind of talk about who I am, uh, give a little bit of tips, and hopefully you took something away from it. I loved seeing all the comments, the emails, the questions that I got, because um, today I'm gonna get to share a lot more. And if you don't know who I am, I'm Nick Urankar. I'm somebody who started as a very green lifter, and what that basically means is I really didn't know what I was doing. I just liked to throw around weight. I wasn't that strong. I started to get stronger. And then as I realized I wanted to be competitive, I understood that the details mattered in lifting. And I taught myself how to snatch from 25 to 29, and then became known as the strongest lifter in CrossFit. Started winning events against lifters, and started to get notoriety in the lifting community. And now I wanna pass it on to you. And that's kind of what I started doing in the last video, was sharing some tips, uh, let you know me a little bit better. And because of that, I got so much awesome feedback from you. Again, I wanna thank you that in this video, I really wanna be able to help you with some more details, some more tips, um, some more coaching, and then also kind of explain some of the things that I've done for some other people uh, because this has become a huge passion of mine and I'm just glad you're along for the ride. So one of the coolest things about snatching is when you actually feel yourself become a lifter. When you feel like that perfect lift. When you don't need someone to tell you you did a good job. That you don't care what anybody said. You just hope you got it on video. And I've had that done a ton of times. And the feeling that actually gets better than that is when you watch somebody do that for the first time. And there's actually a girl that came into my gym, her name's Renee Stapleton. She was probably 19 or 20 years old. She just liked to work out. She uh, would always be over in the corner and she'd be trying new things and she'd be trying to learn. And I could tell like she really wanted, she really wanted to be, be able to lift. So I asked her one day, like, do you want me to help you? And what I started to do was take what it is I knew and pass it on to her. One of the things that I'll say is, I. I want you to become coachable. And what that means is that when you get information, you use the information. And over time, you can tweak that info because not everything applies to you perfectly as is. And I understand that. And with Renee, I worked with her. And within a couple of months, it was really cool because I'd see people walk up to her and they would ask her, what have you been doing? How did you get to be so good so fast? And she would say, I just listened to Nick. And it was so funny because they would then ask her, right? What's the secret? What is it? What's that one thing that got you? And she'd be like, I just listened to Nick. He would tell me to do something and I would just keep doing it till he told me to do something else. And then she became known as the best girl lifter in the gym. She's doing all this lifting and she's looking at me like, is this still getting better? Like, how, how is this? The same looks that I would give to people. And that's when I realized she's coachable but I need her to be able to coach herself. So what I started to do is showing her how to video, how to analyze her video, how to look at herself and understand. And I said, from here on out, what I want you to do is when I look at you, I want you to tell me how the lift was. Because I'm not gonna watch every lift. And I can't miss a lift, have you ask me, and then re-watch a new lift. You need to be able to tell me at all times what it is that you could have done to either be better, that you felt like was good, that you felt like you need maybe to work on, that you don't need to work on. You know, it could even be that it just felt amazing and you want to explain that to me. And that's when I realized that's what I want to be able to teach people. How you can become a lifter and become your best coach. So Renee ended up becoming 
a lifter and left and would message me and say, oh my gosh, people want to know how I became so good, so I'll give them a drill or the thing I started with. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is it? And I'd be like, yeah, this is it, but just wait. And it was so cool to be able to help her. So what I want to do is give you a few of the things that I did with her, a few of the things that I've done with every person I've worked with, and just some tips that can help you to be able to maximize your improvement faster. I want to go over four tips, four areas that I see people struggle with that are huge. And this isn't necessarily in any specific order, but what this is is me trying to help you so that if you are like this type of an athlete or this is something that you do, you'll have a, a way to help improve that. Now, one of the first things I see is people will roll to their toes or they'll hop forward. And what happens is, and a thing I want you to think about is, when you are lifting, any time that you are moving up, so when your body is moving up, any object that you have is actually moving forward. And a lot of times when we lift, we just pick something up. And when we pick it up, it gets out in front of us. Has anybody ever told you like, oh, that the weight's way out in front of you, or it's out in front of you and then you're pulling it back in. That lets you know that you're standing up, which is pushing everything forward. So what I want you to think about is back is actually up. So when we go back, we move out of the way, which allows an object to move straight up. That is the goal. Our goal is to get the object moving what we feel like is back, but really all we're feeling is our body moving back. So we want to move back to have an object move up. So the reason why a lot of times people will roll forward on their toes or hop forward is as they're coming up, they're actually picking up and they're rolling their body forward. So what we want to think of, we have our foot. The weight is in our midfoot and as we stand, we roll the weight back to the heel. And how you can make sure that the object isn't going forward is, you just press the bar towards your body as you're rolling the weight to your heels. And as you're standing up, the weight should get all the way to the heels once the bar reaches your knee. And what that does is it allows you to make sure that the bar is going up and you feel like you're going back. And what this will do is it'll take away from that rolling to your toe. Now, sometimes people will get all the way back to their heel and then they rotate and they roll themselves forward by straightening their legs. So what we want to think about is once the weight gets to the heel, it stays in the heel. So something that I think is really important when it comes to lifting is positions. And what I mean by that is, is that throughout the entire lift, we have many different positions we have to get into, get out of, and transition around. Um, and especially when it comes to the snatch, because realistically, we're moving our body around an object that's trying to move straight up. So our goal is to keep that object moving while we move out of the way. And pausing is exactly what I use to help myself improve the positions. So if you've ever used blocks, if you've ever paused coming off the ground, if you've ever done a hang clean, a high hang clean, done different positions, snatch balances, all of those are great drills. But what I don't want you to think about is that it's a drill. I want you to think about it's finding the right position. So whenever we pause at the knee example, the whole point of pausing at the knee is to pause in the right position. Well, what's the right position? Well, the best thing to do is video somebody else that you know is in the right position, go on to Hook Grip, which is a social media page on Instagram, watch some of their lifters right when they get to the knee, see where they are, and then you mimic that. And what you wanna do is pause, 
review your video and ask yourself, was I in the right position? And if the answer is no, I looked nothing like they did, then you pause, find the right position and watch your video. And the whole goal is to teach yourself how to know what the right position is by the feel. So one of the things I love to ask is how did that feel? It should feel a certain way and then we need to replicate that feeling. So pausing allows us to replicate a position. And when you know that you're pausing right is when you go up, you pause and you don't have to adjust. Then you continue through your lift. And what that tells you is that as you're lifting, if you don't pause, you're in the right spot. What pausing and having to adjust tells you is that when you start and you come up off the ground and you get to that point, you're in the wrong position. So that would mean that your lift would be off. And a lot of times people are just inconsistent. And a great quote I love is, people are consistently inconsistent. That's why a lot of times you might have a good lift, a bad lift, you may not know, it might be one thing and then another thing. And pausing allows you to reaffirm whether you're in the right position or not. And if you don't know what the right position is, that's exactly where I can help you. That's exactly where a good coach can get you in that right position and teach you what it feels like. But I know a lot of times getting told one thing doesn't always help us get to the right spot. We need to be told over and over and watch it over and over because sometimes when we learn something and then we hear it again, we learn something completely different. It's like profound to us. So when you think about pausing or doing different drills or positions, every single one has a purpose. Every single time you do something, there is a reason why you're doing it. And those reasons are huge for you to understand. And me teaching you the why is something that I think needs to be done more because the why allows you to understand why. And then how allows you to implement that. Now, another tip I have is a lot of times you see people's chests just drop when they're cleaning, when they're snatching. And people are like, well, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to tent, you know, tighten up my back. Maybe it's my mobility. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. I'm not really sure. And what I want you to think about is if you can back squat, then you can keep your chest up for a clean and a snatch. Because all that I want you to think about and a great thing is do a back squat, get to the bottom, and feel the tension that it is that you have. That tension is the same tension you have when you pick a bar up off the ground. The only difference is there's no bar on your back. So a lot of times we relax our back because we're picking something up off the ground. And what that does is it allows us to drop our chest. So if you pretend you have a bar on your back every single time you're lifting something off the ground, your head's in the same spot as if you're doing a back squat, it will change the way that you lift. Just by understanding that the tension in your back has to be just like that is huge. So anytime that you're picking something up off the ground, especially when it's a snatch or a clean, pretend like you've got a bar on your back and you're standing with a back squat. Because if you're standing with a back squat and you drop your chest, what happens? The bar rolls over your head. So super quick tip there that I love and I think it can help pretty much every single person there is that's trying to snatch better. Now another thing is people's chest will rise too fast. So their chest will actually go up faster than their hips go up. And a lot of times this is somebody who's trying to keep their chest up 
and they're over-exaggerating. So what we want to think about is your chest cannot move up very fast. It can't move up at a faster rate than your hip because what will end up happening is the weight will come forward. Because if our chest is rising up faster than our hip, then that means our shins and our knees are forward. So the bar travels along your leg. So if your shin is at this angle and your knee is doing that, then what happens is if our chest rises, our shin stays this way and the bar goes forward. So what we want to think about as we're standing up and we're raising our chest, our knees have to get out of the way. And if the knees get out of the way, that allows the bar to move straight up, boom, makes it super simple. So if the chest rises too fast, what will actually happen is you will hop forward. So chest will rise, bar will come forward, and you will hop forward. One thing I never want you to do, and this is a great thing to do in video, is to hop forward. What that tells me is that you are standing up, the object is moving forward, and in order for you to catch it, you have to hop forward. So the easiest trick to not hop forward is to make sure that we're getting back. And a little thing that I used to tell myself, geez, I would say it every single time I lifted, is back. Back, back, back. And what that told me was I need everything to be moving back. And what I would do, and one thing that you'll learn a lot from me, is pausing and positioning and how to get into position and how when we know we're out of position and how can we adjust so that we don't have to adjust. And what happens is as we are going up and we are bringing the bar back, and if we can train ourselves how to do that, we actually should hop back slightly. If you exaggerate your movement, I'm fine with that because exaggeration of movement allows us to find the right movement. Sometimes we try to be so perfect that we actually still aren't doing it quite right. So we'll hop forward. But if you hop back, what that tells me is you are getting that weight back. You are bringing that weight back. I'm okay with you hopping back. That is something that I actually love to see personally because it lets me know that you know where you're going. We can always work forwards or work slightly the opposite direction if we really know how to exaggerate. So hopping forward is a no. In all of these things, I want you to take videos. You should take videos and you should see your chest rising together. You should not see your chest go up too fast or your hip go up, not until you're at the knee. That's when there's a huge transition that takes place and that's where a lot of people start to lose what it is that we're doing. Whereas the whole goal of lifting off the ground in the snatch is to get to the finished position. I think we forget, I think we don't understand sometimes that all the snatch is, is trying to generate the most power possible at the hip. And how we do that is get to the right position, the strongest and the most powerful way possible. And that's what I want you to be able to do. And in order to become a great lifter, you need to be able to know how to get there every single time. And a trick that I'll say for a lot of people is, the goal is not to be 10 out of 10. It's not every single lift to be perfect. The goal is if right now you're a beginner and you don't even know what it's like to feel a good snatch, the goal is to be able to do one out of 10. One time it just, it clicks, it hits, it does something. You may not know how, you may not know why, but it just does it. And then all of a sudden we get two out of 10 and three out of 10 and four out of 10. And my goal is to teach you how to do nine out of 10 every time and on the 10th one, you can look at me and you can tell me exactly what you did wrong and nine more you do exactly right. And all that the 10th one is a lapse of judgment or maybe you just got a little lazy, but you know exactly what it is because I'm gonna make you a lifter.
And I want you to understand how you can then take all of that information and continue to apply it to become the best in your gym, to become one of the best in the world, for you to understand that you love something that you didn't know existed five years ago, three years ago, one month ago, one week ago, that you didn't know that you could care this much about something as simple as taking a weight and putting it over your head. And I wanna thank you so much for listening to this, for being here again with me. Um, I'll have another video where I wanna to try to kind of bring some things together. But I hope that this helped you. I hope that you got some good information from this, that there's some little things that you can do to help yourself right now, because there's so much. And I love breaking it down in very systematic ways. There's just hundreds of things that you can do. And what I love is being able to see people find the things that really help them. Because the snatch is just a beautiful lift. I would love to hear what you thought about this video. I'd love to hear any questions you have, comments, um, or just anything that you have to say about maybe something that you wish I had talked about, something that you feel like you need to be working on that could really help you. Because I love seeing people improve. I love seeing people love something that is so complex and technical, yet so simple. So thank you so much for watching. I'll have another video in a couple of days where I'm gonna share some more. And hopefully you can get some more from that video as well. But I'd love to hear your feedback right now as to what you thought about this. So thank you so much and I'll see you in a couple of days.